Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brand new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Before we get to our sponsor... We want to thank you for tuning in to the big broadcast this week here on iHeartRadio. Also, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, including KFRK in Denver. Our brand-new marketing partner with us today. You're going to want to get a pen. You're going to want to write this down because this is an incredible campaign, and we know that everybody loves crowdfunding. Go over to kickstarter.com. Go to K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Slash projects slash Frick's Tongue Games. That's F R I X T O N G A M E S slash Pish Perk. That's P I S H P I R I K dash P V P dash card dash game. They're building a platform for sport and eSport, and they need our help on this Kickstarter campaign. If we get the campaign successful to reach the goal, they're going to personally give everybody a bonus out there, and they're asking to help everyone with the game called Pish Park on Kickstarter. It's a card game. It's a traditional game that was played for 200 years in Eastern Balakan. Now it's available on the App Store for iPhone and Google Play. For Android devices, check out the campaign. We know you do. See for yourself. See that it's amazing. Go over to kickstarter.com. That's K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search Pishperk. That's right. P-I-S-H. P-I-R-I-K. Give some of your hot money. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia. Worldwide. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live coast to coast. Board of the border on iHeartRadio today. Also, 50 plus AM member stations. Across the country and around the world. You can find us each and every day over there at J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R.com. Great guests coming up here in just a few on our big program, but we have got a brand new marketing part we want to tell you about today here at Transmedia Worldwide. Go ahead and check these folks out today. They are doing some amazing things. It is PeacemakerCoffeeCompany.com. That's right. Go over to PeacemakerCoffeeCompany.com. That's www.P-E-A-C-E. M-A-K-E-R-C-O-F-F-E-C-O-M-P-A-N-Y.com. Peacemakercoffee.com. It is the perfect coffee. And it's getting to be fall, and you know in the fall, we drink lots and lots of coffee. Check out PeacemakerCoffeeCompany.com and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. 
Welcome back to our big program. We are live coast to coast on the Music Hub Connect. And we have got a tremendous new artist we want to tell you about today. Check out leakthroughofficial.com. That's L-E-E-K-T-H-O-U-G-H official.com. They're also available on Twitter, Instagram, and Spotify as well. Throughout the development of almost seven years, the attainments of Leak Through would begin to avail themselves. Artist, sound engineer, and business owner are just limited titles among the many positions he plays. Reaching an audience of millions, Leak Through has created a new genre and movement of sound that mesmerizes the ear with the pure aspiration to set himself apart from the rest of musicians. Leak Through began shaping his very own distinctive, an unrivaled trend right now it is an incredible new track from leak through here on music hub connect proper leak run it back i'm so out of reach she's so into me take a I just put that girl to sleep Got that Gucci and Nirvana I just swing it down the street Collecting all this paper Have it dropping out the brief And I'm flowing through this paper Monthly, why they call me leak? Paparazzi always on me With the flash and they flashing Groupies always on me With the fashion I'm matching Ask me what my type is I'm a magnet to passion Walking out the bank with empty bags I just cashed in yeah, yeah. I just cashed in Say she want a piece of me, I get that girl a fraction Say she wants stability, I get that girl some traction Showed her some humility, it's lights, camera, action I'm so out of reach No more mama proud of me No my team is tired of me But someone's watching over me I just hit the lottery Get a hold of us online, iHeartRadio, also AMFM247.com. Tune in iTunes. You can find us on 50-plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world. And, of course, we've got a brand-new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. They have a 100,000-pound goal, and we need you to help them get to it. It is for a great new GoFundMe campaign. It is GoFundMe.com. Search, please help my cousin become a dentist. We want to help this young man's dream come true over there at gofund.me slash 
You're going to want to get a pen and write this down. It's GoFund.me slash the number two, the number seven, the letter B, the number two, the number eight, the number one, the letter E, and the number zero. I want you to go over and check it out today. Give some of your hot money and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia. Worldwide. We're back live here on our big broadcast. We are live with a f- tremendous, tremendous, jolly old broadcast. And uh, we have got Sandra with us. Sandra, tell us a little bit about yourself, Sandra. I'm an artist, singer, songwriter. Fantastic. How, how did you get started, Sandra? How did I get started? Yes, tell us, tell us all about how you got started becoming a singer and a songwriter and an artist. Uh, I started singing from the age of seven years old, so I've been um, doing this for a very long time now in the music industry. Hello? Yes, I'm just waiting on you to answer the question. You, 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 you kind of gave us a brief uh, a brief, uh, brief answer. Tell us more, Sandra. Tell us more. Um, well, uh, what would you like to know more about? Well, I, I, would, I would like to know uh, how you became a singer and a songwriter and an artist. We would like to know more about you, Sandra. Tell us. How did I become a, a singer? Yes, yes. Did, 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 you, did, did, did you wake up one day and go, I'm a singer? Or did you take uh, classes at a university? Tell us. At a young age, I started um, singing and dancing, actually. Also was a dancer when I was young, so I also trained being a dancer and a singer. So I went to um, music school and also dancing school. Tremendous. Tremendous. We have got Sandra with us. She joins us here on a jolly old program. So, Sandra, uh, where do you see your career in five years? Well, uh, hopefully at the Grammy Music Awards. That's where I want to see myself at one day. So how, how, what are you doing right now to get yourself to the Grammy Awards? Well, I'm trying to get out some more um, hit, hit songs, I suppose, and hopefully I'll be there at the Grammys. And I'll win an award one day and I'll be nominated. Tremendous. Tell us, t- tell us about some of the different artists that you have worked with over your time, Sandra. Tell us about some of the different people that you have worked with. I've only I've worked with one artist from um, overseas, internationally. So I've, I've collaborated, uh, done a song with one of the artists. Who, 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 is, who is the artist? Uh, his name is um, Cocaine Jerry Long. He's a legendary rapper artist. 
from California. We have got Sandra with us. She joins us on a jolly old program today, talking about her music and her career. So, Sandra, um, how do people find you on social medias? Um, social media, you can find me on Instagram at Sandra Majorana, and you can follow me on um, Twitter at Sandra Majorana, and you can follow me on my fan, fan page on Facebook, which is www.facebook.com, fanpage.com, Sandra Majorana. Sandra Mayorana with us today, and she has got some incredible music. So t- tell me about your writing process, Sandra. Tell us about how you write your music. Well, when I do um, my writing, it's I need to, when I create something, it's got to, uh, I, I take my time when I create a song. So it doesn't come to me easily when I write a song. So it comes from um, my own experience in life. And, um, and that's how I write my own story. Sandra Mayorana with us today here on Jolly Old Program. So you have done a lot of things, Sandra. What, 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 is, what are some more of your goals in music? What's my goals is to... to um, you know, create more more songs and and just to be unique and different out there because you can't no artist can't be all the same. So you got to be different out there and create different work and um, different things. You know, different uh, different life story. You know, like you can't all be the same like other artists out there. You got to be unique and different out there. Sandra Mariana with us today here on our program. So, Sandra, tell us about some of your musical heroes and influences. Can you say that again? Sorry. I would like to know who some of your musical heroes and influences are. My influences would be, um, it's always been Mariah Carey's my influence as an artist, um, all the other great artists that I like out there would be, well, would have been Whitney Houston. Um, that's my favorite artist out there that I look up to. And, um, they are my idols, of course, um, that inspired me so much to be the best that I can be today as an artist myself. It is Sandra Mariana with us today here on our jolly old program. And we have got Sandra joining us via Skype. So, Sandra, you've, you've, you've accomplished a heck of a lot in your time. Tell us about uh, working on some of your latest projects. What do you have coming up, Sandra? Pardon? Can you say that again? What do you have coming up? As far as latest projects, do you have any new music coming out? Uh, yes, I will be um, doing a new single that I've, I'm just um, on the process of um, writing it at the moment. 
a new release will be out um, by next year, in 2003. Uh, 2023, sorry. Fantastic. It is Sandra Morena with us today. She uh, is with us here on a program. So, Sandra, where do we buy your music? You can download it on all digital um, radio or digital radio um, platforms. Well, Sandra, we really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today and uh, look forward to seeing you on that Grammy stage. Oh, thank you very much for having me on your show today. It was Definitely. Well, have, have yourself a wonderful day, Sandra. We really appreciate it. There she goes. That is Sandra. Oh, Sandra. Back here live on our big broadcast. We are live coast to coast and border to border on 50 plus AM FM stations. Across the country and around the world, Blake has been on the run for several months. Desperate to move on, he attempts to start a new life by moving on from his past. Although his ex-lover, Amy, has other ideas. Shatterproof is an action film that will have choreographed fight sequences by experienced film combat professionals. Love is a curious thing, and we're able to find out how far Amy will go to make Blake love her back. Using a 4K FPV drone and a 4K camera, we will film stunning footage from all sorts of different angles that a camera on a tripod won't be able to do on its own. Shadowproof has the potential to become a feature film along with its premiere at Aders Entertainment International Film Screening 2022 on the 28th of September in Bedford, England. Go over to K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search Shatterproof. That's right. Kickstarter.com. Search Shatterproof. Give them some of your hard-earned money today. Help them make this film. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia. Worldwide. It is the big broadcast. We are back live. Coast to coast. Border to border. Check out JiggyJagmar.com for more. Live on Twitch and live on our website when it works. Audio available 24-7 at JiggyJaguar.com. More coming up. John O'Connor is going to be with us here in just a few moments. We have a lot to discuss with Johnny Boy. And uh, we are going to go to the great John O'Connor. He is going to join us here in a few moments. The amazing John O'Connor is going to be with us here in just a few moments. And uh, John, how are you, sir? Hey, good, Jiggy. You have got uh, quite a lot of topics to talk about this week. (laughs) That have uh, presented themselves in the world. Isn't that right? So, uh, first of all, from a, um, from, I guess, a a world security kind of standpoint, uh, what do you think of this this missile hitting in Poland and then Zelensky going, oh, I got to go bomb him, and then finding out later, well, don't really have to go bomb them. Well, you know, there are still reports. I've, I've, there's still reports out there that seem to indicate it's Russia. Now we know it's not Russia because yeah. the it was made by the United States or United States parts, and I don't think we we make everything else for Russia, but probably not that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so this is yeah, it, it, and it makes sense that you know 
it, look, even if Russia did send a missile over there, as is suggested, it would have been just because it missed that, you know, the city on the border and went over. But so I was never really exercised about it anyway, because it wasn't any intentional act. But as it turns out, it comes from Ukraine. And so this was something that makes Zelensky look bad, because even after the evidence was in, he continued to deny it and continued to claim it was Russian. Yep. So that that sort of takes a little luster off his uh, armor, I would say. You know, so he's a knight in uh, in armor, maybe, but not uh, shiny. <laughs> We have got John O'Connor with us today. He joins us this week talking about some of the different issues of the day. And uh, another issue is this Trump announcement. Um, there's a lot of people, in fact, in my last segment, Larry Tracy, uh, the great public speaker, said um, he should have waited until after the Herschel Walker stuff was over with. And what do you think about all this? Well, number one, he should have just because it gives the Democrats a target. They love Trump being around any election. Yep. And especially now, then what he does in his speech is he makes sure he makes it about Herschel Walker. He thinks he's being, you know, uh, large about it. Yeah. But he's not. He's basically trying to act like he's really uh, a savior for Herschel Walker. But all he does is hurt Herschel Walker, in my view. Yeah. And more than that. From his own perspective as a candidate, we are all tired of the election right now. We have all been up oh and down God. around. The last thing anybody needs is a boring 69-minute presentation. Uh, he's he's really trying, has to thread the needle on so many things, said Jiggy. Uh, he can't look like he's crazy. He understands that yeah. he has a way of looking like he's crazy. So he tried to be, and I understand that in a way it's a good thing, had he given this speech a while up the road and he acted subdued and statesmanlike, people might say, oh gosh, Trump is subdued and statesmanlike. <laughs> but it just came off to be a dud. And, uh, and when he is subdued and statesmanlike, he really should not be seeming to relitigate the past. Yes. Uh, he should be... Do it in the way of what? Where are we going to do? What are we going to do going forward? So he still has a way of making it all about him. Uh, Carl Rove, who's never been his friend anyway, was <laughs> just trashed today. You know, so I we can we can take that with a grain of salt. Except yep. that I think Rove's right in this case that you know he made it all about yesterday. Yes, and all his programs yesterday, and not what's coming up in the future. So all in all, I thought it was a dud. I think he the timing was terrible. Yes. Uh, you know, at, at yes. January, January 10, when we're all, uh, you know, bored, it's post-Christmas, we're hanging around, nothing much to do, <laughs> nothing much to watch on TV, uh, no playoffs. Well, it might be we've got still got NFL playoffs, but sometime yeah. when we're all bored, yeah, uh, we can watch that and it might be fun. Why, why couldn't you wait till January 28th. I mean, what's See, the that, I'm like, why Why do this? Why, why do this now? And another thing that comes out is when he's talking about Herschel Walker, now Rove brings this up, and I think he's right on point. I got a fundraising email from Trump the other day from the Trump team <laughs> talking about how any money I gave would be shared between, uh, you know, some pack, which I assume was Trump's, and yeah. Team Herschel. Uh, and I, I asked my wife. <laughs> I 
I asked my wife how much of this goes to Trump and how much goes to Herschel. And you couldn't tell. Yeah. And as it turns out, for a long time, he was getting 90% and Herschel was getting 10%. And you think you're giving it all to Herschel and not to Trump. Yeah. Now it's a 50-50 split. So I didn't like that either. Um, I, I, I just must say I didn't give money to that thing anyway. But yeah. if, if I had, I would have felt very much uh, put upon. Yeah, that is... That is that is a little strange. <laughs> Fundraising emails and because it, it just it just looks odd, John. <laughs> it looks real odd. It looks again like the whole idea of me, 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 not we, 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 and that's the real problem yep. that Trump faces is in running for office. And I think there are several needles he's got a thread, and each one of them. I don't know that it's in his personality to do it. He has to be yeah. more statesmanlike, but then he risks being boring. Yes. He can't. He, 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 he did such a great job in 2016 about getting into our grievances that no one else had brought out. Yep. Now, that sense of grievance we all share, we still share a sense of grievance, but it's not about his reelection. I mean, that's sort no. of. Yes. I mean, about him, this election being stolen. We have grievances about Biden being in there and about what well, Biden's yeah. doing, but we don't have grievances about his election. So he's got to be careful about what grievances he's trying to unite us yes. in, regarding. And, well, you know, something else, John, and, and yeah. I don't know. He never said he's running for the Republican nomination. He says he's running for president. Am I reading too much into that, or does that sound like if I don't get it, I'm going to run as an independent, or screw these guys, I'm just running as an independent? Well, that could be his threat. I mean, you know, I, I did not think about other commentators such as you have been uh, have, have seized on the fact that he didn't say what that. and Yeah. It may well be significant. He's the kind of guy that would do a third-party run, I think. Uh, it would be, of course, a huge mistake. Yes. And he would go down in history as being a guy who ended up splitting the Republican Party. Uh, and he has the power to do it. The polls are very interesting. Among the more educated people that are conservative – uh, DeSantis, he's running behind DeSantis, something like 67 to 27. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's ridiculous. Among the less educated kind of blue-collar folks, and I understand this, he did a good job for him. Yeah. Uh, Trump is ahead 57 to 37 over, over uh, DeSantis. And so, you know, he has the ability still to try to cleave the party. And if he does that, and if he demonizes DeSantis in a way that DeSantis is damaged, even if he gets the nomination, yeah. if Trump gets the nomination and he's going to have hurt himself even yeah. further, he's driven away a lot of supporters already, and now he's going to drive away more if he gets into a, a, a destroy mode. Yeah. So this thing has the potential of really being a fiasco and really bringing us all down. Uh, and I'm not sure what the answer is. Um, we, we can plead, all plead with him, <laughs> and especially the pundits, 
can maybe warn him. He does watch TV, and if the pundits start warning him on TV that he better not do this and he better play ball, and he'll go down in history as a nice elder statesman who maybe had a really rough 2020 election that was marred yeah. by COVID concerns. Uh, whether it's stolen or not, it was contrary to the Democrats, not the most secure election in history. I'm sorry, guys. It was pretty. It was a pretty bad scene. Yeah. And you know, and 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 that sort of thing, he could wear like a badge of honor, and you know, and go down in a dignified way, and sort of be almost a, a, a hero. We all like people like James Dean, who maybe. Uh, crashed and burned at some point. Yeah. Uh, but when people overstay their welcome, we're not kind to them. And uh, this may be that situation uh, where he goes from being a savior to a destroyer. Uh, I hope it well, doesn't happen. See, this is the thing that I worry about, is that for, I don't know, 20, 30 years, he was a Democrat. And... He paid for Chelsea Clinton's wedding, and he's a big Democrat, and he said he wanted to run for president, but he wasn't going to run as a, as a Democrat because they had Hillary, so he ran as a Republican. And I'm worried that if he were to win, and everybody goes to the polls and they vote Democrat, everybody but him, and it becomes all the Democrats, and Trump, Trump will just turn around and go, ah, I was a Democrat for 20 years, I'm a Democrat again. Well, and then hate- the Republican Party is so screwed. Well, they're screwed one way or the other. I mean, I don't think the Democrats would really accept him. He's so unpopular there. and yeah. They've spent their collective... Uh, uh, oh, my God. Energy, yeah. energy destroying the guy. <laughs> They've done all sorts so of crap. He's no longer welcome, but... The problem is, is that even if hypothetically he could win, which I don't think he has a chance in hell at this point now of yeah. winning, if he, if he gets the nomination, he might get the nomination, but he doesn't have a chance in hell of winning. Yeah, And that's the real issue is to what happens then, because he would be such a minority figure. And I don't think, of course, he can't win, so he would be splitting apart the party. And this may be historic, not in a way we like. I mean, think about yeah. it. Abraham Lincoln started the Republican Party um, in the wake of the breakdown of the previous Whig Party or whoever else was out there. Uh, And now we may be seeing the end of it. Uh, We go from Abraham Lincoln to Donald Trump, and, uh, you know, uh, that's that's where we are. We've got John O'Connor with us today. He, of course, has uh, some incredible, incredible books. He is also the host of the Mysteries of Watergate podcast and he joins us today here on our big program so john as we wrap up here what do you think is going to be uh the outcome as we head into this herschel walker uh runoff boy well it almost doesn't make a difference in a way um it it, it certainly would give less power to kristen cinnamon joe manchin yeah. If the Republicans could take the Walker seat, I'm not so sure how all this plays out. I mean, there's a swirl of new incentives out there. Trump may have supplied one. You've got the abor- <laughs> yeah. you've got and you've got the abortion issue, which is proven to be much larger than anyone thought it would be. 
Uh, I mean, I always thought it'd be big, but no one agreed with me. I thought it was a two-point edge. I thought it was a mistake to do it before an election. If they were going to hand this down, wait till after the election. Wait till after the election. The other thing that I could say is if there's judicial humility, you do not have to strike down all of Roe. You can use language that suggests yeah. that Roe is a bag of beans. Yeah. And they say, for our present purposes, all we're presented with is whether Dobbs is, is that law is okay, and we deem it constitutional to yes. limit it to the first trimester. Yes. And it leaves open the question as to whether or not the first trimester is, is also out the window. But what that does is it doesn't trigger by, by doing it that way, wouldn't trigger all these laws that say if Roe gets struck down, then okay, we outlaw abortion. It, it could have reduced the issue to a low boil had they done it with some judicial humility, especially in light of the yeah. fact that they all said, well, we look at this as precedent. Yes, they do look at it as precedent, but what they don't say is uh, there's a way to overturn precedent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as, you know, so I think it would be much more becoming for everybody to say, well, okay, Roe v. Wade can be read to say the only really absolute right there, even if you accept Roe v. Wade, is, is in the first trimester. We're going to go with that. First trimester, okay, for at least for right now, we're, we haven't really thought it out. We're not here to decide it, but at least it's the first trimester. Okay, we're, we're not going to touch that. There's also, as I have noted, there's also a long Western tradition of saying that abortion is not criminal. It's not a mortal sin in uh, religious terms, yes. as long as it's before the quickening. So it's during the first three months. I'm under Jewish law, you could do it. Under Catholic law, the Catholic lawyers said that it was not good, but it isn't a mortal sin to do it in the, before the quickening. Uh, the, there's some church lawyers. You had Aristotle, St. Thomas Aquinas, the lawyers, uh, yep. DeBracton and Gratian, and then it goes to Blackstone in English law. They all drew a line between first trimester and everything else. Most uh, Western European nations, their abortion rights only go up to like 20 weeks, which is almost the same thing. So it, it, it really is probably, even though you may be a, uh, a, a person whose religious beliefs say that you you can't have abortion at the time of conception and, and after conception still saint augustine said up to the quickening is mesa mesa kind of okay uh so uh so so i think everybody could hold their nose and say okay even if i'm a god-fearing person who believes that no abortion is okay i can stomach that uh, and that would have been a good compromise, at least for the time being, while all of us have settled down. It's, it's hurt. It hurts. So now I'm worried that Herschel might lose, um, and especially with Trump jumping in there. Oh, and I yeah. think he ought to stay away from Georgia. And uh, so I just don't know about that one. John O'Connor is uh, one of our great regular contributors, and uh, we will talk to you here in a couple weeks. I know that next week is Thanksgiving, so have yourself a happy Thanksgiving, my friend, and I will uh, talk to you here in a couple weeks. Okay, Jiggy. Uh, I, at some point, let's talk about whether there's going to be an indictment coming out of Mar-a-Lago. That's the big uh, question. <laughs> yes, because I, I keep happen, seeing so. these stories about he's going to campaign from a prison cell. 
Well, so. he could, they could get him there. If he moved documents, knowing there was a subpoena and there's a special counsel appointed, I mean, I think he they got a, it's a replay of Watergate. Trump, Trump mm. may have been, uh, there may have been, um, he may have been, had politicized treatment by the archives. Biden might have been terrible. But like Nixon, it doesn't excuse obstructing justice. They yes. got him. And I think they may have him on this. Uh, I don't know. But that makes it real interesting. What happens when you have an indicted candidate? I don't know. It 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 is so strange. We will we will pick that up a little bit more uh, the next time I talk to you. Have yourself a good holiday, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. Likewise, Jimmy. Take care. Appreciate it, brother. There he goes. Fantastic, John O'Connor, and uh, he is amazing. And I love John, and we will talk to him after the holiday. So that is that. That wraps it up. We will see you after the break. www.jiggyjagwire.com I love the way he says Triple W. I don't know why. The late great brother Ken bringing us in. Get a hold of us online at jiggyjagwire.com. That's J-I-G-G-Y-J-E-G-U-A-R.com. Thanks for tuning in to the big broadcast from the K-Jag Radio Studios. In downtown Edison, Kansas, we are live as live can get each and every day. 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 PM Mountain Standard, and of course, 24-7 at J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com on the TuneIn apps. Also, check out on-demand podcasts and archived audio at iHeartRadio. 50-plus AMFM stations, including our good friends at KFRK in Denver, and of course, selected editions will be available on AMFM247.com. Live videos available on Twitch, Periscope, and on Facebook. And, of course, you can follow us on social media as well. And our videos are uploaded each and every day to Rumble, YouTube, Clout Hub, BitChute. And, of course, our good friends over there on Facebook. Broadcasting live each and every chance we get over there at JiggyJaguar.com. Thanks for tuning in and being a part of our big broadcast. So, let's talk about a brand new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide, you could go over to gofund.me slash C83D8E20. You will find abused mother of five girls, two with health issues, and they need some of your hard-earned money. They have a $25,000 goal, and they need to get there, and they need your help. Go over to GoFundMe.com. That's G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M and search. Abused mother of five girls, too, with health issues. They're dealing with a lot right now. They're trying to find work where they can still be with the children. But the bills are piling up, and the holidays, ladies and gentlemen, are just right around the corner. And they need a little help. Go over to G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M and search Abused Mother of Five Girls, too, with health issues. Or get a pen, write this down, check it out today. It is G-O-F-U-N-D dot M-E slash the letter C, the number eight, the number three, the letter D, the number eight, the letter E, 
and the number two, and the number zero. Check it out today and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. We got more coming up. One of 700 radio show hosts included in the book, Radio Wants You, an intimate portrait of 700 radio shows that welcome guests. What a loser. And this is Interviews from the Past and Present, now available on JiggyJagwire.com. I was really surprised about that. Back here on the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar Show at www.jiggyjaguar.com and uh, one of my favorite websites to visit on a uh, pretty regular basis, WorldNet Daily. Uh, Joseph Farr is on the phone with us today. Uh, first of all, thank you for creating this website, sir. What do you mean pretty regular? You guys do some amazing work over there at uh, WorldNet Daily. And uh, such an inspiration to uh, all all sides of uh, the political spectrum. Uh, first of all, how did you? What was the uh, antithesis of getting this website put together? Well, to understand that, you have to know what I've been doing for the previous thirty years. Yeah, um, I, I, I was running daily newspapers in major markets, and recognizing that uh, uh, even back then. Uh, even back in the good old days, uh, the, the you know what we euphemistically call the mainstream media was completely out of touch with mainstream American values, and um, and uh, I could see newspapers dying all around me. Uh, that was the story of my life for those thirty years, yeah. and uh, so I was beginning and was I was running the Sacramento Union at the time in the early nineties, and we had you know tough situation, very competitive market, uh, newspaper uh, not doing so well, distribution problems, all that stuff. And so I began looking at the emerging technologies to see if there was a solution on the horizon. And uh, this is years before the Internet, but there were emerging technologies that I saw that blew my mind and opened my uh, my mind to to what was right on the horizon. And so at that point, I began planning this idea of, you know, putting together an electronic alternative newspaper. And uh, when the Internet came along, immediately began experimenting as early as 1995 with creation of websites. And, uh, in 1997, I hooked up with Matt Drudge, who had begun to make a lot of noise by then, and I said, yeah. hey, buddy, I like what you're doing. We're going to do something a little bit different. And and we'd really like to, you know, work with you. And I even tried to hire Matt Drudge for $50,000. And I think he almost took the job. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, that was the, the birth of WorldNet Daily. We had nothing. I mean, we had no resources to pull on at the time. But because there wasn't that much going on on the Internet, um, and we were the first, I mean, just immediately, I couldn't believe the explosion of traffic, and my wife and I looked at each other and we said, well, I guess we figured out what we're doing for the rest of our lives. <laughs> now, uh, let's let's talk about the topic today. Uh, once hailed by the Tea Party, Scott Brown, a yes on Wall Street reform. Uh, Senator Scott Brown out of Massachusetts will vote for the Wall Street reform bill, uh, giving Senate Senate Democrats, uh, my old buddies, enough votes to pass the measure. Uh, Brown issued a statement Monday saying the bill isn't 
perfect, but it's better than it was before he pushed several key changes to win his support. Now, where, where do you come down on this, Joe? Well, Brown is a horse's patootie, if I can be <laughs> There you go. Uh, and, and listen, we all knew that. We, the Tea Party people knew he, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't what he was pretending to be uh, through that campaign. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? We were all happy that he won because it was, if nothing else, a big symbolic victory. For oh, yeah. And a demonstration of power that's going to be exercised in a much bigger way in November. Yeah. And, you know, we knew this guy wasn't wasn't for real. And, 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 you know, his true colors are showing now. And you know what? Next time he's up for re-election, Tea Party ought to be out there throwing his butt. Uh, oh, yeah, they'll throw him to the curb. Yeah. <laughs> that, that That's the one thing I think is great about uh, this race coming up. Uh, a, a lot of people... Uh, just are uh, they, these Tea Party guys? They 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 have a lot more power than people thought. And uh, I know that some of my uh, liberal friends here in uh, the great city of Salina, Kansas, seem to think that the the Tea Party guys are wackos and nuts and racist and all that. But you know, uh, they have a lot more power than than some of the guys that are hanging out in the liberal precincts. The Tea uh, Party is just the people. Yeah, this is the way yeah. government supposed to work. Government's supposed to be accountable to the people. And what the Tea Party movement is showing is that, you know what, it can actually work if we just get engaged in the political process. We just make our voices heard. We do a little uh, work, you know, during campaigns and, and, and pick the best candidate and, and do what we can to support them. That's all it is. It's just, you know, people power. Yeah. The, uh, and, the, the, the Tea Party guys, uh, I, I know that... Uh, well, and actually, he's not really a Tea Party guy. He's he's, he's a he's a big time conservative guy. Uh, my, my close mentor and radio brother Ken uh, always likes to put on his uh, Facebook page every day. I can see November from my house, so uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 getting good out here, Joseph. Uh, we're speaking with Joseph Farr, the founder, editor, and CEO of WorldNet Daily. Uh, it's the world's leading independent internet news source. Uh, you recently joined. Uh, uh, that little hottie yourself, Sarah Palin, at uh, <laughs> one of the two nationally televised uh, you, keynote speakers. You guys were the first uh, National Tea Party convention in Nashville in February. Uh, how did that go, just just meeting some of these people that you've reported on and uh, and talked with and everything, and people that uh, are big fans of WorldNet Daily? And it was really great. That was one of my, the first opportunities to meet Tea Party activists, sort of under more controlled circumstances you know it's one thing yeah. if you're at an outdoor rally and and you know that kind of thing it's difficult but this is indoors a limited number of people a few thousand people in a big uh, convention center and you, you know it's a and this is where i really said you know i was so impressed with the character of the individual tea party activists i'm telling you anybody who wants to call these people names you might as well you know call your mother names these are salt-of-the-earth, hard-working people who love their country. There's nothing you can say about them negative, I, literally. I mean, that's the way I felt after coming away from that group. And that's really what inspired me to write this book, The Tea Party Manifesto, because these are folks who are newly engaged in politics. And, you know, uh, and, and since I had, you know, had kind of a a prophet's role in predicting the emergence of this movement a couple yeah. of years ago, I figured, why not Why not give it a shot? And uh, as uh, This is kind of a mission statement, the Tea Party Manifesto. 
uh, a proposed uh, mission statement for them, and uh, I, I think it's going to be very well received. Now, uh, you're going to be uh, putting out a lot of coverage, uh, and you guys already have done a lot of coverage on the uh, on the Tea Party movement and some of the anti-Tea Party guys and uh, stuff going on over there at WorldNet Daily uh, leading up to the uh, November elections. What what are you planning on doing election night? Do you do television appearances, or do you just uh, sit back uh, with the popcorn and just watch the results come in? Well, I used to be in demand yeah. <laughs> on Fox and CNN and MSNBC, yeah. but uh, I, I guess they figured out that I am just too much of a threat because about <laughs> a year ago, <coughs> coinciding with this uh, this Where's the Birth Certificate campaign that we launched, yeah. they just decided that Farrah was way too risky. Not that I've ever talked about that on any of these shows, yeah. but, uh, you know, and then, of course, when you start uh, exposing Fox News as being owned and operated by Saudi Arabian prince, uh, and, uh, you know, that it's uh, really become a, 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 an apologist kind of news network for uh, Islamic Jihad, well, that kind of limits your possibilities, too. So. <laughs> but they still call. They, they always invite me, and then they cancel at the last minute. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, you're 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 an incredible guy. That there there is a lot of uh, you, you got a lot of spunk, Joe, and I think that might be <laughs> part well, of your. You know, when you when you when you're in a position where you don't like feel like you have anything to lose. Yeah. Uh, not that I, you know, not well, that yeah. I don't have anything to lose, but yeah. but in far in so far as you know, this is the way I've always operated as a journalist, without fear or favor. Uh, you know, without alliances, permanent alliances, if you will, no sacred cows. Uh, it's, um, you know, the, the, you don't have many friends among your colleagues, let's put it yeah. that way. Now, uh, you, you've co-authored and collaborated on more than a dozen books, uh, including Rush Limbaugh's C, Told You So. Um, I, I know that I know that Rush uh, gets lumped in with Fox and and everybody. It seems like all the time. Uh, have, have have you spoke to uh, to Rush about since uh, all this Shirley Sherrod Fox News crazy crap has gone down the line? Oh, not that days? recently. No, I, I I talk to Rush usually when when I have a new book coming out. I say, hey buddy, give me a blurb. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, that's like talking to the Pope. You well, that too. <laughs> now, uh, I, I know you guys uh, do do a lot of work over there with uh, another one of my favorites, Mr. Michael Savage. And yes. uh, I'll tell you, I, I love Savage. I love the fact that the guy, you know, uh, people try to paint him as a conservative and they try to lump him in there with Hannity and Beck and all of them. And, and Savage is, you know, is independent-minded. He hates them all. Yeah, he hates he them hates all. He hates everybody. <laughs> I'm a, I'm his only friend. <laughs> and Michael's fun. I, I in fact I talked to him this morning. I talked to him, you know, pretty regularly. And Hannity's a good friend. I'm probably the only guy in the world who's friends with both Hannity and Savage. Oh I don't think there's God. anybody else that's that uh, possibility. Because I'll tell you, man, <laughs> that's Savage. a dangerous place to be. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because uh, you know, I I think it's great that that uh, Savage just lets everybody have it. Yeah, just, he does. <laughs> he makes me. He makes me. Uh, you know, grimace sometimes when I'm listening to him. It's like, oh no, no, no please don't do that. Please don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Not the golfer thing again. That's right. Do the wall banger thing. Yeah, the wall banger. <laughs> the leprechaun. That's right. 
<laughs> do, do you think that it, it'll ever be a, a situation where we could get, you know, Hannity Rush, Savage, O'Reilly, and guys in, in the same room with Adam Kilmeade? Well, no, you know, we, we tried uh, <laughs> earlier this year when, when there seemed to be a real big impending, you know, First Amendment threat, talk radio was under siege, and, yeah. I, and I, I called a summit in Washington, D.C., and I, we, you know, went to like the top 25 radio guys, and we said, listen, we, this is one time where, you know, we, we all know you, you all got your axes to grind, but, you know, you, you, you hang together, you hang separately is the old expression. And Rush didn't come, but he sent, you know, Bo Snerdly. Yeah. And Hannity didn't come, but he sent somebody, and Savage sent somebody, and we had, you know, then the second tier guys came in person. That's yeah. as close as you're ever going to get, I think. Uh, and that was based on, you know, <coughs> um, basically they didn't have to do anything except show up and talk. And uh, but I will say it was a very productive thing. And I, and maybe not having the hosts but having the staffs is the best way to do it because uh, then you don't quite have any animosity and jealousy out there. On that the too, and the egos kind of get checked at the door. So. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a cool thing. Well, you guys are doing some good stuff over there. and I just wanted to get a chance to uh, get, get you swing in here and uh, get us get us some issues uh, figured out on this Tea Party thing, because I'll tell you, there's a lot of these guys that are that are going to be in trouble, and especially the ones that got in there and then and then decided to, to back out on some of their, or change some of their views on things. So, Well, listen, you want to... Th- hash it out some more and for your listeners we're going to have a great opportunity to do it in September 16th through 18th in Miami taking America back conference uh, uh, we're going to have Michelle Bachman and Ann Coulter and Alan Keyes and we're going to have some unbelievable debates going on like the ACLU versus Alan Keyes on whether we have a living constitution or not we're going to have Ben Jealous from the NAACP going up against Eric Rush, the author of Negrophilia. Oh, yeah, I just recently talked to Eric Rush. That's a hell of a, he's a hell of a guy. And then how about this one, La Raza versus Tom Tancredo. Oh, that, that'll be fun. So it's going to be a very unusual conference, Taking America Back. Uh, 2010.com if you want to find out more. Well, uh, Joseph Farr, I appreciate you swinging in here, brother. It was, you bet. Uh, it, was, it was a good time. We'll definitely have to have you back close to the election, my friend. Thank you. Definitely. Have yourself a good one. There's something very, very wrong with us. I feel like such an idiot. Quite right. So you should. We're mutants. Oh, ungratefully. <laughs> find out more at JiggyJagwire.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.